Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. The Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast is two blokes who have known each other forever and catch up most days in the Melbourne CBD to talk everything Essendon Football Club. My name is Grant and with me is Scott. Hello everyone, footy is back. Footy's we, back! We actually have a game to review <laughs> against an opposition team that's not red or or a yellow top at training. Indeed, so, yes. Uh, a big, big day. Um, I'm, I'm we lost though. A lot of Problem. people <laughs> pretending to do work and pretending to do Zoom meetings. Yes, exactly. Uh, correct. We're watching uh, streaming online. Uh, I tell you what, great, great coverage too. Like, just great sort of all round footage. It was good. No, it was excellent. That was the two clubs. Uh, it seemed like working together, and yeah. and I thought, you know, for a non-channel, you know, Channel Seven or Foxtel, yeah. they did really, really well to get the kind of views they got. Instant replays and some key yeah, like, moments. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, um, Cam, um, oh, I forgot his... Uh, Cal Toomey. Cal Toomey um, uh, was really good commentating So with Riley Beveridge. So it's it was a really good. It was a really good coverage. Yeah. Um, I streamed it to my TV, sat back, chilled, enjoyed yeah, did work. Footy. You were working, weren't you, Scott? <laughs> It's a well. What I actually did is, is start about seven a.m. for work. Ah, nice. So uh, we do have a little bit of flexibility. So nice uh, work. Okay. So me, I was working. I didn't watch a, a, a moment of it. No. Uh, so any you. thoughts of your comments? It's just a guess. Yeah, exactly. It's just a guess. Um, the views of Grant Hill in this particular case do not necessarily reflect the views of the Lunch Don't Get Up podcast. Yes. <laughs> Please, manager. Yes. Um, so yes. So it's our first practice game and. Uh, being the keyword practice game. Yeah. Uh, Essendon Carlton Icon Park, formerly Princess Park. It's Princess Park. Uh, so interesting, um, interesting game to cover. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of areas that I kind of want to discuss in, in this game because uh, I hope Essendon fans aren't you know too kind of upset. I know it's never fun losing to Carlton, but in the grand scheme of things. It's a practice match. It's a practice match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got six guys who just played their first game in twelve months. You've got I counted nine players who played out of a to out of a position or, or started a new position, uh, which is either Laverde down back or Stewart down back yep. or Cahill down back, uh, Cox on a wing. You know, Hooker was full forward. Um, very, very young side put out there because you didn't have the Hurley, Ambrose, Zaharakis, some of the senior guys. Yeah. Um, so. For I actually thought the more I the, as the day progressed, the more I was quite calm about the whole thing because I think it's going to be a very good education piece for for Carousella and Truck. Um, I know for a fact that there's just some guys there who only played like a half a game that have been in and out of the modified group, uh, like Laverde like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Perkins, Archie Perkins, uh, uh, Laverde, um, even Shield was just. I think was just having some minor issues during the week, just getting his knee checked. I mean, it's just, just he, only, he only played like one and a half quarters. Like to yeah, it's, it's Hep's first significant run around. Yeah, so I, I think we've got to take this game with a little bit of grain of salt. Uh, considering Carlton played 
a pretty good side. Like they, uh, they actually named a fairly strong side minus um, Charlie Kerno and yeah, not many others. Uh, so you know, in, in all seriousness, that's their training home ground. Uh, so they play there two or three times a week. Yeah. Uh, so all in all. I thought for 70% of the game, we were right in it. Um, and, you know, at halftime, sometimes I wonder if I'm biased, but I thought we were the slightly better team by halftime. I thought our first quarter, we were we were just missing that kind of key entry into the forward line. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be something we'll discuss. We, we The second quarter, we, we obviously performed better than the first quarter. And I think, yeah, if you were looking at it sort of – as a scale, I would say we would have been slightly ahead at halftime, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt. Uh, just that early in that second quarter, Carlton just had that quick three goals. Man, manning up. It's a yeah, subject that yeah. I want to talk about, man. We, we back, that, yeah. back in the day, we, Scotty and I lamented back in the day, when you see the field kicking to the Carlton players, they they always had three metres on the opponent. The, the kick would come from half-back, to a bloke that's running out on the wing to take the mark, he'd take the mark and then dun dun dun. The steps behind him would be the Essendon player just arriving after the mark has been taken. Now it stops the guy from playing on the to arrive the fraction of a second after he's taken the mark. It stops him from playing on and and, and being more attacking. But it's like they're just allowing the kicks around the ground to happen and then they're corralling the person that's just taken the mark. They'd rather allow you to take the mark and then corral you and try and set up down the ground. Sorry, as I hit the microphone. Um, corral you uh, corral you, and then have you kick into a more structured area down the ground. I don't particularly like it because the Carlton, one of the reasons why Carlton was in that match is that every single time we turned it over in the back line or went forward, there was a Carlton player hanging off the back of us. The marks, the field goal, sorry, the field marks that we took, the half-back marks, the wing marks, the marks in when they were going inboard into the centre, always had someone hanging off the back of them for, for the majority of it. So that, I think, I'd, I'd hope, um, when I send my email to truck with my <laughs> feedback on the game. Now, um, hopefully that, that shows up and they can be a bit more, uh, they, they can stick to their man a bit more when they need to. Yeah, and I, I felt they were physically stronger as well. They, like around the ground, I just noticed that we could not take contested marks. I think I, I think I, I realised that when Harry Jones took a big mark on the wing and it was probably the first one, oh, wow, we've taken a big mark. Yeah. And I realised how much um, we were kicking it long to the wing or full forward, but our guys were just not marking. Just, just. No. Just it, uh, uh, and I don't, I don't know that. I mean, that's going to take a while to fix. But yeah, the way. yeah, and yeah. It's something that we discussed as a podcast all last year, and and that's why we said the draft was really important because we've drafted to address that. But just, yeah. they're just, you but know, it's their first game, man. What are they? Seventeen. <laughs> and Reed didn't play, right? So it's, yeah, yeah, and Josh Air didn't play. And, yeah, and that um, was a massive mistake. I'd like to pass on. <laughs> Huge mistake I not to play that. We've got it. We've got a cult. We've got a young Farlap in the in the way, and you don't play him in the practice. It's just match. a tease. It's just a tease. It's a tease. He would have torn Carlton, the proverbial <laughs> new one. But that's fine. We'll just uh, the, build expectations for the boy. Uh, so, look, it's strangely a little bit like last week. I, I'm going to start off with one of the very first plays is, again, a play that's not on the list. Uh, and his name's Alec Waterman. And yes. He kicked four goals. Uh, and like I said last week in the intra-club match, I had him as a top five effective player on, and 
when you kick four goals <laughs> out of, uh, I think, maybe 10 or 11, uh, you're probably in the top five again. Pretty versatile-looking player. Like, he was leading out there. He um, he got some uh, some crumbing-type goals and stuff, and a decent-sized arrangement. Big, big chunky-looking unit, yeah, um, but and fit enough to be running around. So, yeah, could be could be very good. And considering he only played half a game, like Carousel after the... After the game, when they interviewed him, see, he, he only played half the game. He's kicked four goals. I mean, he kicked one from 50, and it was like top of post high. It was yeah. like a 65-meter kick. He's got a touch of the Ollie Wines about him with regards to the thigh region. See, I, he reminds me a touch, a touch of Stewie Cramery. Um, yeah, he's got a touch of the Cramerys. Uh, that big kind of left boot, um, quite powerful. Yep. Um, they would have to... Surely have yeah, to I don't, yeah. have to. I mean, one area of the ground. It's very obvious we're going to have concerns over that. At least can be a little bit addressed <laughs> uh, because he looks like he's pretty dangerous. And you know, I can imagine you know Jones Stringer and him and Waller. Yeah, you know, at least having and, and Peter Wright having you know some concerns for the opposition. Mm, I uh, mean, yeah, Waterman. You got to chuck a decent size unit on him too. So it's always good when you. When you find a ex AFL footballer who's still got an AFL rig on him, mm. that is keen for a second opportunity, those kind of guys often perform because, like like as I said, they're very keen for an opportunity and to get onto another list. So, yeah, I think because we've got list spots available at the moment, which I don't know that yeah. many other clubs do, or, or as many as we have anyway. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to get a, he's going to get a crack at it. You would think so. That's two, you know, they've only played two, a initial club match and a practice game now, and he's... And pretty he's, much dominated. <laughs> he's pretty much yeah. excelled at both. Uh, so, so should, we, should we run through? We'll run through the list uh, of the players um, from the uh, Bombers uh, app. Um, Nick Bryan so, performed well. I didn't mind him. No, he's, he's, really, he's been really competing well at, at training and, and even in the intercard match. He's, he's a real competitor. Like he's, he gets his hand on the ball... He's obviously going to put on more muscle, and that's fine. But we've, can, we've got in Draper and him, we've got yeah. a couple of very athletic ruckmen. You can see long term. Yeah, yeah. You have no issue of well what he's going to uh, present. So I, I really like Nick Nick Bryan's yeah. uh, progress. Uh, Ned uh, Nerdlinger Cahill. Yeah, he started the first quarter really, really well. Um, I mean, those for that's his first proper game as a backman. So you got to give him credit because he was, he was definitely getting the ball. Um, ironically, one of his strengths, he just had a bit of an off day, which was his kicking. Um, just had a, a couple of fluff kicks, uh, um, but he, he's, he's much better than that. And that could be come down to nerves or, or, or anything. So Every, everything we say now, guys, when you're listening to this, you've got to apply that grain of salt that Scotty spoke about earlier. Because it's it's Ned's first game down back, um, it's also his first game with what nine players, and it, it, he's never played in well, the same in the same. Well, he has with Jimmy Stewart. He has actually would never have played with well, see, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart has never played with Hind, and Hind's never played with Heppel, and Heppel's never played, played with Cahill. Exactly and, right. We've got like, a whole new backline. I understand. Like you've got to understand, you need. We desperately need practice games yeah. because we're not going to fire in all cylinders. And and I thought. Considering that, um, and we'll talk about Hind and Heppel yeah, we'll as they go them. through, but as a, a team defence, through in some stages, our runoff half-back was really encouraging. Nick, Nick Hind is one of the fastest dudes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He's, every time I, he gets the ball, it's like when Connor did it. Every time he gets the ball, you go, just run, mate. Run. 
No, everybody everybody takes about two steps after him and then realizes and goes, nah, it's not gonna happen. They just let him go. So highly performing well. But we'll go next guy will go. So great game from Ned for me. Yeah, I very, think very I think pleased. it was really encouraging. Yep. Um now this is this is an interesting one. Jai Caldwell. I really, really like this him. game. Yeah, yeah. Love I, him. Couldn't fault him. Um, we've yeah. got one there. The, no wonder the. I mean, you know, when you you trade for a bloke that's potentially wanted at another club or thought of highly at another club. Yeah. They still let him go, right? They 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 let him go. They didn't back up a semi trailer of money to him to make him stay. But um, Greater Western Sydney have come out and openly said that we were really sad that he left. Because he was going to be well and truly in their plans moving forward in the in the midfield at GWS. Yeah, this game in fact showed me why. Now he didn't get forty five possessions and kick six goals, but he is smooth as silk mm. and looks ready right now. And again, had a couple of holding the balls. He's a strong tackler. Like he's a tough, mm. tough. In, like he's one of those guys that he's not going to be on the outside really flashy. He's going to have really good moments and kick the ball well and. But you're going to miss a lot of possessions from Colwell of just a one-meter handball clearance, of just being sheer tough inside an inside clinch yep. kind of. So He I'm, is that inside mid. He doesn't have yeah, like really what looks good. like the like body he, for it. He's a really, really good player. Like yeah. uh, I said, obviously, coming from the Interclub game, that he was I was absolutely wrapped with how he played. And, like, he played perfectly fine this game. I mean, his ball movement was really, really good. I mean, he had a really good nice... foot. Yeah, he had a really nice forward entry, one of the few, but uh, mm. where he nailed the pass to Waller. Um, no, he was he was clean, composed, did absolutely nothing wrong. Beautiful. Um, now this is an interesting one, uh, Nick Cox. Now I just want to I want to point out, Scotty said something last week on the podcast that, and I, it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me. But I mean, he was at the he was at the practice and he saw it. Um, Nick Cox with the the highlights that I've seen of him and the the kid is literally known for having such a good left and right boot that people don't know which side of his body that he kicks on. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't he doesn't he just picks a side whichever suits him and he kicks it on that side. But Scotty was saying <laughs> he saw Nick um, kick some of the fuggliest. <laughs> passes and or kicks with those two beautiful feet that he's ever seen. And then the very next play, when he's under pressure, drill somebody and hit him with a perfect pass, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. I saw him kick from outside 50 uh, (laughs) towards goal with his, I think he's a right footer anyway, but with his right boot, kicking for goal that looked like I won't name him from our primary school days, but it looked like a kid that we used to go to to primary school with who used to be really unco at kicking. It went 35 metres to the right to the right, <laughs> yes. and a total of 35 metres and was the fuggoest, fuggy spin <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. That was unbelievable. I went, oh, wow, there's Shanks and then there's that. So Nicholas Cox, what did you think of his game? Oh, look, I think they're going to be more encouraged than not because he definitely got his hands on the footy. A lot. I, I thought this second half, he was really, really good. Uh, kicked a goal, started getting a lot of possessions around the ground. And, and it's like what I said last week. He's going to do most things really good, but he is going to give you those one or two moments of a clanger you've never ever thought you would see in your life. And he's been doing it at trading. So that is not, you know, that is not something unique. Uh, and I do believe that I genuinely believe 
because his reputation is quite strong in skills, that his sudden growth spurt of being has to have something to do with it. He's crouching to cram into his body. His, his brain signal's got to get all the way to his foot at the moment because <laughs> that foot is now 30, 40 centimetres further away than it, uh, than it was uh, this time last year. But you can see, though, when he's gliding across packs and he was taking a few marks, when he has a full body, like two or three pre-seasons, mm. he's going to be a very, very hard matchup. Dangerous player. Dangerous yeah, a very player. dangerous player. And him, yeah, very wing, good on the ground as yeah, well, but exactly. below, below his knees, very good there. So I think as a wingman rotating and floating down forward, yeah. he's going to be a very, very dangerous player. Imagine if, like, imagine if with him and Langford on both wings flying down mm. the forward oh, line. Big fan. Yeah, it would be a massive fan. You're adding to Speaking that. Speaking of, um, of Clangers. Clangers? Yeah, I mean, he was... No, 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 no. Oh. I mean, this is the next guy. I was clangers. This Sorry. is the next guy. Speaking of miskits. Langers. Uh, no, okay. speaking of clangers, <laughs> do I even need to say the next bloke's name? Is it Tom Cutler? Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad that I guess that. Oh, uh, oh look, um, he was... He's got to do something very, very soon. Wow. Is he, like, is, is no good. He was, yeah. he was no good in this game. Like, no good. <laughs> and he moves fast and he's got an AFL body and stuff, but... I think we've, this is about the 15th time we've said it. I don't know what's up with him because I'll be very honest, right? When he first came to the club, I saw him in the preseason, saw him the first couple of games. He was gliding along the wing, kicking the ball 50 metres. And it looked like, okay, you're a pretty serviceable, good player. What is even what has even happened to that player? Like, I don't know what's yeah, going don't know. on. Like, no, I, I, I don't get it. It's like he's either void of all confidence or... Or there's something seriously up because uh, he's, I mean, again, I've got to factor it with a practice match, but I, but he just was not present. Um, yeah, just didn't have any impact on the don't game. Don't get it. So, yeah, that's cool. We'll move on from uh, from him. Uh, Sammy the Mullet Draper. Yeah, I um, feel like he only played probably half a game. Yeah, Nick Bryan um, came on. Sort of missed a few marks that he normally takes that I've seen at training. So Same, yeah. I thought, oh, gee, Sammy, they're the ones you've got to take, mate. Yeah, and he will. Like, uh, yeah. uh, I think, because he, um, he, not many, it's very hard when you watch training, right, because to get some context. So there's a reason why he only played a half, because he missed about three weeks of training recently, and you probably saw a little bit of the club talking about it, that Sammy's just, uh, um, just recuperating from a small injury. So they're the ones you've got to really factor in that they're hardly trained the last month. They've just come into full training and he's just playing now a half a game. That's just rust. Mm. That's all it is. Um, still, uh, when you look at him, there's still the athleticism there. He'll he's be, still jumping all oh, over the other guy. I mean, he's still rucked really, really well. Yeah. Uh, not even remotely concerned from what I've seen nah. in preseason. No he, problems. He'll, he'll jump up three kegs from that. Trust me. You're, yeah, no, no The next game, that. you'll see. You'll see. Yeah, that's no problems. Uh, Mr. Aaron Francis. Uh, okay. Um, got found out a few times uh, by his man. Um, uh, in the, and, in and the real uh, physical one-on-one stand your ground, uh, arms entangled, don't know that that's his game. No, no. We, in that situation, yeah, he did struggle. I mean, the, the Carlton boys, um, when they did a switch, sometimes he switched with Mackay on him or a few others. And he's a big unit. And, and they, they were just too big for him. Yeah, big and I, unit. I don't, I don't kind of overly blame him for that because that's just a bad matchup on our part. But yeah. took, a, obviously, a really, really nice mark. He'll be better for the run. Uh, I, I do believe his injury is not serious, so he'll play. Um, he'll be better for the run. He's had a better preseason than what he showed today 
But yeah, I'm not too concerned. We'll see. Cool. We'll see in the next couple of weeks. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Martin Gleeson. They played him at the beginning. Yeah, he, I think he played more like a half a game as well. So yeah. I, uh, I, I, he actually had some nice moments, but uh, he did. He actually did cut across a few leads and yeah, and, Marty's and Marty, man. You know what you're going to get. You Marty. know what you're going to get with Marty. Like maybe he's he's lost a step or two, but he still is experienced and he still knows what he what he needs to do when he's out there playing in the back line. And I think. You'll probably see that, in my opinion, you'll probably see that he gets a few games early in the season to add a bit of experience down there with the with the younger kids. So uh, Marty's great. I mean, the, the fact that we redrafted him and that he's available for us is is great. He's dependable kind of bloke. Um, now, a player that I saw in the first couple of quarters that I really liked his energy and um, his uh, um, his effort was uh, Matt Guelphie. Yeah, he actually had a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, he might have set out the last quarter. I didn't feel like but, I didn't see him Yeah, all good sudden. point. Yeah, don't know um, if I saw him. But his first half was, was really uh, – he was probably – you could argue he was in the top three, four players uh, in the yeah, first I, half. He was everywhere. He was making things happen. Yeah, he was, he was very um, good. Typical Mount Guelph. His effort was outstanding. Um, it was interesting. They tried him uh, up forward a bit. Um, yeah, he was really, really good. Like, he was – he looked really, really dangerous. Uh, got the haircut, of course, the week before he plays. He he was he's just got the new blonde back. He only yeah, just, he only just got that last week. He doesn't mind having a look in the mirror, does Matt Guelphie? <laughs> and mate, if I look like Matt Guelphie, I'd be doing the <laughs> same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he was looking good. The boy he was looking. No, quick. that was a that was a really encouraging performance. Matty would be really wrapped with that. And I, don't, I mean, I don't think Matt since he's came in since he's came in. Jesus, my mother heard me talk like that. I don't know that Matt since he's arrived at the club has had a dedicated he a spot on the list. I think he's a um if he's playing well or we need him to fill a to produce a role, then he can come into the side. Yep. But I think he also realizes that a game like that, in a practice match like that, for him and Waterman to perform the way they did, you would have to be the selectors would have to be looking at Guelphie to find a spot for him. Is can we squeeze him in a midfield rotation? Can he be on a bench because he can play back, he can play middle um, so it, he, it, it's a really versatile player yep. that put his hand up again today. Yeah, yep. All right. Um, who else we got? We've got um, now another kid that I thought looked really good early, like very involved. He looks like he's put on a few uh, kegs of muscle and all, and that's Braden Ham. Yeah, actually, Braden had a pretty good game. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was really solid. Uh, uh, was He was sort of doing well in the link handball. I mean, he had a few little moments where he just – um, just missed the handball or the kick, but overall, I thought it was a pretty encouraging performance. I mean, he he'll be better for the run, uh, but no, he was, you know, he would be for me one of the one of the positives out of the day. I thought he was, I thought the first half he was really really good. Absolutely, I mean, he's he's got a great boot. His boot is getting better as he gets older, and Kicked he's a great fifty meter goal. Actually, yeah, absolutely. Like that's a that's a decent rake and foot the kid's got, and it's only mm. getting better. But I, I like the the calmness down back. When he got the ball, he made sensible decisions. And I think the club would be very happy with his very steady, very good incline with regards to his performance because he's doing uh, doing a lot of things very well. And I think it can be um, – we can underestimate a player like that when you and I say, look, well, he did nothing wrong, he had a good game. That's a, that's a good thing to have. Like if you if you do a yeah. – 
a Braden Ham or uh, Nicholas Cox or something like that, where you go, yeah, he had a good game. Yeah, he played well, did what Solid, he was supposed yeah. to do. That's what the, that's their job. So that's when we when we say that, we mean that that's a that's an important thing that they they didn't make any mistakes, they did their job down back, and you can't fault them. So that's a great thing. Yeah. Um, hey Scotty, why don't we take a break? Let's do um, it. Yeah, we'll come back from the break and we'll keep going. Sounds good. Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Now then, the next player, Dyson Heppel. Oh, well, Hepsel would have just loved uh, the run. Uh, he he was, uh, no doubt he was rusty, but he was getting his hands on the ball a heck of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that was, these games are really crucial for him for round one because I I genuinely believe he'll improve Quite quickly, yeah. Because uh, he's, he's got he's a lot of good enough to be able to do that. But he's missed so much football. Yeah. Two years. Uh, I've, everyone's got to give him some slack on that one. I, I was <laughs> going to say that exact thing. The first person that get, that provides any negative feedback on Dyson Heppel's first game back in, I don't know how long in a new position, um, they should be quiet because <laughs> uh, that was the definition of better for the run. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He would have been loving running out there and hoping and praying and knocking on everything that I can find that's made out of wood. He's not sitting at home right now with a sore ankle or a sore whatever he had. But if he doesn't, man, that's that's a he's going to be very important for us down back. And for him to get through that game, look good, get his hands on the ball, absolutely perfect result. Yeah, he was in the right positions. He was getting his hands on the ball. He was a bit rusty, you know, reacted a bit slow at one point when he got tackled. But I'm not I'm not concerned at all about those parts because that's just nah. sheer two years out of the game stuff. That's two years, man. and that's and nuts. he's that's that's just going to be wiped out in two weeks. Yep, beautiful. Um, welcome back, by the way, Dyson. Oh, uh, love mate, that he's back. I, I know, hell of a, hell of a hell of a welcome back to you, bloke. Um, now the speedster himself, Nick Hind. Well, one of the shining lights by big, far, big time. And you got to remember, we've got this guy. For dirt cheap. For nothing. For basically nothing. Yeah, like, just, I don't just a sure would let him go. Yeah, That's... it was really just here. You have him. Yeah, I don't um, get it. And, I mean, he looks like, he looked like Adam Saad. Like, you're just, he, yeah. But he, look, he looks like, he looks like Connor. Like, he was, he was like a direct replacement for Connor. Connor, yeah. when he wanted to, will take that on. He'll go for the run because literally no one's going to catch him. Um, but he was solid down back. He's good by foot. When he needed to stay on his guy, he, he did. Um, often, yeah. um, when he learns and gets a bit more confidence and starts to run off his man and becomes a link-up player with uh, with somebody or Ridley instead of kicking it handballs at Dehindy and then runs it through the middle, then mm. that run that we used to get from uh, from Connor and Sadi's going to be a bit different, but the run we used to get from the likes of Connor is well and truly there in uh, in Nick Iron. So huge steal for us, that boy. No, honestly, if if I had a top five voting system, I would, I would have him in there. So. I thought he was really, really good. Um, yep. And, like, that's what I've been seeing at training. So it wasn't overly a surprise to me, but I'm just glad it's something about seeing it against an opposition yeah. and going, okay, good, you are. And you've got you to remember, he's been around a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not overawed by this. He's played well for VFL and he played. he's played a year in St Kilda. So he knows senior 40 as well. So yeah. he's, and he's coming home. He's he knows. He's firing. He's comfy at Essendon. He loves the club. Yeah, yeah he loves beautiful. playing for 
All right, now the next bloke, um, dear Essendon support, uh, dear Essendon um, uh, selectors, this bloke is not a forward. <laughs> you can talk, Cal. Okay, this bloke <laughs> is not a forward. We can try and make him a forward, sure, but he's just not. Cale uh, Hooker, look, got a bath from Liam Jones. Cale Hooker is a strange one, right? I um, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's a centre half back. He's uh, all Australian centre half back. He's not strange down there. <laughs> I know, uh, but what I was going to say though, um, and when I, I actually mentioned this to you during the day, yeah, he has a weird reputation that if you say I'm going to play Carl Hooker this week at full forward, he'll line up first minute of the game. You can almost guarantee he's not going to play well at full forward. If it's in the third quarter and he's played back and we need goals, I don't know what it is, suddenly he becomes the full forward of life. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And as I don't know what it is, but if it's in an in-game change in position, he plays really well at forward. If in it's the whole game, he can't do it. US baseball, they call the blokes pinch hitters. Yes. He's a pinch hitter, man. Yeah, like yeah. He, He's a switch bloke. He's the kind of guy that... I don't know if the opposition gets scared or they've got to make decisions on the run, the coaching staff. Oh, Kale's going down there and he's tall and can take a mark. Oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? But you're right. He is a pinch hitter. There's something there about the man that when you put him at full forward, he's he doesn't forget how to mark and he doesn't forget how to position his body and yeah. all of these things. But Liam Jones fed income, handed that man a bar of palmolive <laughs> and gave him a bath, which is just, it looks awful bad. And you've got a weapon in Kale Hooker. Like it used properly, Kale Hooker can be a decent weapon. You've got him just utterly wasted in the forward line. He's not, he's ineffectual mm. down there. And that's why I'm saying the man should be in the back line. I don't care Grant, there's eight million people in the back line. We've got no spot for him. We want to, we want to get the new kids coming through. Then we've got a massive problem that the Essendon selectors get paid a hell of a lot more than me to to figure out because <laughs> at full forward, uh, no, 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 no. He's a backman, so figure it out. We've got to play this bloke down back. But I bet you he plays forward. I, I bet you. So I think you can play hooker and Stewart down back. But I, 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 agree I can would. see what they're thinking because obviously, I mean, the whole preseason they've tried to have Hurley as a Half forward, right? Yeah. And obviously we know the we can't. S- yeah. situation. Um, so they're really stuck for big, tall marking forwards. Like they just. I agree. I understand. So I, they got a, they got a real headache this year. In the you know who line. could they, they could put in there though? Josh, yeah, I know. They could put Josh. What am I talking about here? <laughs> We've got an utter stallion, right? We've got a stallion sitting in the stalls, kicking the bedrezus out of the fences, <laughs> going, "Let me at him! Let me at him! Let me at him!" And they're worried about who's going to take marks of fighting. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they can play the kid. Anyway, uh, now um, a, a very a good uh, a good surprise for me too. Harrison Jones. Yeah. Uh, again, probably wasn't a surprise to myself because I'd seen it mm. in in training. But yeah, look, you can see his development. Like he, like exactly like I said probably last week. He's not going to kick you five six goals. He's going to keep presenting. He's yep. going to keep doing things well. Uh, Beautiful kick for goal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he took a really nice mark on the wing. A couple of minutes later, took a nice mark on the league. Um, uh, both of his goals came from leads. Uh, just kept presenting, working hard. 
He's going to have some days where he's going to be really, really good. Um, um, and again, so. another player that didn't do anything wrong. He, he, he's a forward. He did what he was supposed to do. He kept presenting. He provided options. Yeah, beautiful looking football uh, kick of a football. Oh, stunning kick! Beautiful kick of a football, man. And that, how nice is that to have? That I know in, in the Essendon he's, forward he's, line. I know it's very reliable. I mean, it was. It's funny because him, Wright, and Waterman. Even though Wright had a few. Odd kicks today, but um, they were all very, very good kicks for goals. So yeah. that's going to be an advantage for us. Absolutely. Um, Kyle Langford, uh, solid. I'll say again. Um, I, I like it. I like yeah, where he's at. Where he's what he's doing. How he's doing it, and the progression of the bloke. As the game went on, he he kind of got into the game. As the game went on, uh, I've seen him play better, uh, and just especially like the week before. Uh, but he'll yeah he he'll be. Yeah, I can promise you he'll be a very good player this year. Absolutely. Uh, Jaden Laverde, didn't see much of him, I don't think. No, well, he seemed to only play like a quarter and a half or yeah. that. Uh, and he, again, like I said before, he's coming back from injury. Uh, one of those ones, I think they just wanted to get him a taste of it. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's very little. He had very really no, little. That's so. right. We'll, we'll come back to him. Um, Waller. Waller was Waller. Uh, he was very good, actually. Yeah. I thought he was really, really good. That's yeah. the best I've seen him look this this year. Yeah. Um, of all the training and again, very line. dangerous. He looked dangerous. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like we keep on saying: it, it, the more touches he gets, the more things good things are going to happen to the Essendon Football Club. Absolutely, whenever he touches the ball. <laughs> uh, but no, no, he was he was really really good. I thought he was really dangerous the whole game. So yep, wraps with him. Beautiful, um, Zach Merritt. I saw a lot of good things. I I, I thought he was our best player. Okay, uh, so. Uh, I mean, his first half was insane. He must have played twenty possessions yeah. half time. It was it was, was really just, back to that dominating presence yeah, and of tackling hard multiple too. touches. Yeah, he yeah. was hunting the ball, hunting yeah. the man, uh, accumulating, just just helping out in any possible way um, to 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 provide run or or yeah. to provide help all over the mm. ground too. Yeah, I saw him get a lot of touches. I mean, sure in the middle and that sort of stuff, and the ball is sort of loose and that's he's going after it. But I did see him a lot of circling around, a lot of packs, getting yeah. some good handballs, um, and and getting handballs out of packs and stuff too. So really good game from him. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, I, I if if I was a betting man, I would have him for the Crichton straight away. I saw it a couple of weeks ago. Even more so now, like and is, and the bar the bar player. for that kid is high in in, yeah, our, in our opinion, right? Like yeah. the the bar we set the bar high for that kid because he's absolutely capable of it. And, and look, what we will do when we finish the players, I want to talk about sort of the three areas in general: the forward, mids, and defence. Yep. Because um, I think there's a few things I want to say about the midfield. I thought there's a lot of positives if if you're considering McGrath was out of that midfield. Yep. Uh, and she'll only play kind of one or two quarters. Well, should we go for another uh, quick break and we'll come back and uh, and finish the. Um or have I, uh, have I hit you up too early before we've got break music? <laughs> hey. I'm always Back, smooth sounds at the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Um, so the next player, Scotty, Darcy Parrish. I'm a fan. I'm uh, a fan of this kid. Well, I mean, I had Merritt best on, but I had Parrish about third. Yeah. Uh, he was... Because uh, where'd they play him? Where'd they play him? Playing where they should There you go. Uh, he was really, really good. He yeah. was really good today. Um, and, and that's what we need. And that's why I'm got, I've got this strange little 
optimism about our midfield group with Colwell, yeah. Colwell and, and Andy when he in. gets in there. and uh, If they can stay all fit, I, yeah. I'm liking what I'm seeing yeah. uh, as a group. With Zach and Langers and yeah, so. Epps can run through there every now and then. So, uh, yeah, uh, Darcy's kicking was really good today. Um, his strength around the ball and the, his, the muscle he's put on is really helping him. Yeah. Um, he's not getting bumped off. He's, he's holding his ground really well. He's really balanced. Uh, and He's a mature midfielder Yeah, he's now. a mature midfielder like he, now. He knows, he, knows his, he knows his craft. He knows what he's doing. And surprise, surprise, when you play the kid where he's supposed to be played, he, he performs. So... Big big fan yeah. of Darcy, and you're always going to have Cal Toomey commentating because uh, Cal Toomey is always uh, a rabbit about uh, Parrish needs to be in that midfield. Yeah. Uh, so I knew I knew as Parrish picked up the, I was like I'm waiting for Cal just to comment. And Cal's like, yeah, nice. and Parrish is playing where he should be playing. Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah, yeah so. nice. <laughs> um, one of the new boys, uh, one of the other new boys that we played in um, Archie Perkins. All right, so Perkins. Uh, put in a performance I was kind of half expecting um, because I remember I said last week he was really, really rusty because he, he'd missed the whole of January training. And I felt uh, he was felt like he was very rusty again today. He had that probably two moments in the game where you saw his talent. It was just a very quick, beautiful sidestep, hit up Harrison Jones on the lead. And it was like, oh, okay, well, that's... What Hello, you, future. Yeah, that's what you can do. But uh, and in other parts... He thought he was in the TAC and could get away with a few. Yeah, and, and some AFL bodies actually and, got him. Yeah, and they and they closed on him faster than he predicted. Yeah. And that's just perfectly understandable. That's just Lee Tudor just going through video tap with him. And then sitting down going, geez, they come on you quick, don't they? Oh, that's a weird thing. Um, they come at you quick <laughs> quick. Um, they come at you. We'll 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 bleep that out in post. Um <clears throat> No, never do. <laughs> uh, they they come at you quick, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Like Lee would be looking at him, going, "Geez, they can the, the closing speed's better than the TAC." Yeah, great. So when you get it, kid, get rid of it. So yeah. that, that's just a perfect learning lesson for someone like Archie. But he looks all good when he oh, gets the ball. Yeah, he'll get better and better as in the next three or four weeks. There's, there is definitely something to be said. And I know we find Kyle Hooker at fifty four and Zach Merritt at twenty seven and all these different blokes that we get. But their honest to goodness is something to be said for getting a number six, seven, and eight draft pick. Because they're good. You know they're good. Like it doesn't matter that our six, seven, and eight turned out to be eight, nine, and ten or whatever it was. It they're just damn good. And they're they're pick six for a reason. So or pick seven or whatever Arch was. Eight. Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry, we had seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So seven, yeah. eight, nine, sorry, yeah. Whatever whatever pick Arch was. You, you look at him and you go, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why we picked you, because you're damn okay, talented. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um next bike, Jordan Ridley. Again, did what Jordan Ridley does. Yeah. Um, looked good. Looked good. Really good first half. Um, Didn't get to yeah. run off his man and jump in front of packs as much as I've seen him do. Very sort of he stuck with his man. and No, but you, but you could tell he was fine. Like you could just tell uh, you're moving well, you're kicking again, well. We've been watching footy for 30 plus years and – you look at a player like that, and we're not exactly we're not experts on the subject or anything, but we've been watching it for thirty years. You look at Jordan Ridley, and you go, "Fine, the, the kid's fine. He's great. He's just great, let him yeah. go. Let him do what he does, and he'll be perfect. And just forget about him. He's ace." No, well, I, I had him probably in the top six or seven players at halftime, yeah. so he was fine. He's he? perfectly okay. <laughs> um, Dylan Shield only played for a minute. Yeah, didn't play much of the game. Did I say um, Shield then? Did I say Shield? I don't know. Well, Damn. We'll check it in post. Dylan Scheel. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, look, obviously a quiet 
fairly quiet game. Yeah. But uh, I can't. We'll see more towards the Geelong game if he plays. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, they are going to um, reduce the uh, amount of players from twenty eight to twenty four next week. They they're starting to going to hone in on the on the on the side that they're looking at. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll see where Shield is. Um, uh, if he can play, you know, you know, normally they kind of go one or two quarters and they play three quarters and then yeah, build up, build up. So, yeah, cool. um, yeah. All right. Dev Smith. I thought it was really, really promising. Yeah. From Dev Smith. I think, I think that was, uh, another, if there was another real positive one, he was, he was fiercely chasing. Yeah. That's the one. And, and terrorizing. That's the and, one that I saw. And chirping and talking. He was talking to Sadie yeah. a bit. I was, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like Cheeky Smith uh, and when he when he's wanting to drill guys to the ground. And that's it. That when he's cheeky and applies it to maximum effort um, and starts dragging people to the ground and then tells them that he's just dragged them to the ground. Yeah. Dow, we love that. Yeah, I we mean. We love that about Dev. He, when he's kicking himself because he loves a good, clever snap for goal and he actually missed his two snaps today. So yeah. he'd be kicking himself. But he got in the right positions. He was, you know, I thought it was a, it was a really pleasing day for him. I think he'll be wrapped with that. Will Snelling? Uh, he was actually quite, quite quiet. Um, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how many minutes he played, but it didn't feel like he had I, much impact in the game today. No, to be quite frank, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw him a couple of times and, yeah, I don't know that he played a hell of a lot of minutes. But, uh, okay, fine. Um, can't really sort of make much of a comment about that because <laughs> you didn't see awful much of the boy. No, it was a it, – look, it was a bit of a quiet game, but, I mean – I, he was in the top ten in the Crichton last year, so um, yeah. the, the club still rate him, and you know we'll we'll see. Like yep. I said, uh, if you if you think why I'm I'm being a little bit like oh we'll see, you know, because I honestly do treat these things as a practice match. Like I I do treat a, a February game, <laughs> yes, <laughs> against Carlton as we'll try things, we'll play new kids. Um, we'll kids to actually we'll kick a football to each other in a live game would be nice. Yeah, and, and like uh, I'm not – yeah, it doesn't – you know, I hate losing to Carlton any time, trust me, but yeah. I, I'm not going to lose sleep over losing to Carlton today. Not so. in a practice match, no. No, not <laughs> no. with a team we rolled out uh, and no. with the inexperience that we had. Cool. Uh, I'm kind of mini-wrapped that it was a 21-point game, to be honest. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, look, do you know what? He was funny because the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, you're a bit caught out there. And then suddenly like a, a gong went off and mm-hmm. he just shut down Mackay. Yeah. Uh, and he was really strong after that. And um, I think by the end of the game, the club would be absolutely wrapped with how he performed. For, uh, for a first serious game down the back yeah, line. Yeah, he picked it up pretty quick as the yeah. game went on. Uh, he's got good attack on the ball. I must say, yeah. he's got good attack on the ball. And he's a big unit. And I like... Because he's a bit, he's a really good field kick, and it was interesting that they used him a number of times to be the release kick out of yeah. out of the back line. Uh, as they, you know, whether there's a handball or pass, but he was kind of the designated kick with him and Ridley. Uh, so I look, I think he'll be wrapped, uh, and the club will be wrapped with how he played. I, I thought it was perfectly okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think many Carlton tall forwards kicked more than one goal. Yeah, so absolutely. You've you've done your job. Yep. Um, two meter Pete. Yeah, interesting one. Kick two goals, so that that's that is a pleasing one. Um, he he's definitely a work in progress. Yeah. Um, contested marking still like like I said, you know, is still going to be a work in progress. He is working hard at it. I can promise you that. Um, I thought 
you know, I've seen a bit of criticism and I think it's a little bit unwarranted. I, I actually thought around the ground he was actually really presenting and, and getting these little handballs off and, and, and being freely like a, not like a mobile midfielder, but I thought he was he was really impacting in, in smaller ways. Like if he wasn't marking, he was at least doing other things to to help out. So I think he's got to learn. Um, there's just a few plays, you know, there was one with Perkins. I thought, oh, you need to shepherd there to give Perkins. Yeah. Some, just small things like that. Yeah. They'll obviously do, they'll go over the videotape, but. I, he's going to be handy. I wasn't, I wasn't downbeat at all. But no, there's, there's, there's an upside to Peter Wright. There really is. And he's, the man has some limitations. Every, every footballer has limitations except Josh Eyre. But, um, <laughs> and, um, Steinberg. And, and Ariel Steinberg. I mean, Ariel Steinberg. But if, no, if he kicks on, two goals every game, I'll, bingo, take, I'll take that. I'll take it. That's, Absolutely, I'll take that, 40, mate. 40 goals. Yeah, exactly. I 50 goals. Um, so yeah, no, Peter Peter Wright, yeah. all good, mate. And Welcome had, to the club. He had, I mean, he had two, two, two. Sorry, he had two, two. So he, he's had four shots on goal. I'll, I'll, that's like as a first up, I'll take it. Yep. Welcome to the club. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's actually it. David Zarakis, Brendan Dresser didn't play. So, well, that's um, yeah. So I mean, just if we want to talk about the day in general, right? But before we do that, I'm, I was looking at the, the list just running the, the players that we went through just then. There wasn't, apart from <coughs> Tom Cutler, apart from Tom Cutler, um, there wasn't anybody where we went, mm, yeah, had a bad day, didn't play well, looked weird, um, we were a bit worried about him. All the players looked, they looked okay. Yeah, they looked up and about. Didn't yeah, they, they looked yeah. up and about. I mean, as you would expect, considering they've been training for six, eight weeks and or more, they should they should be up and about. But they, they did what they were supposed to today. So I think as, a, as an overall assessment, the club should be happy, I reckon, with the performance of the players where they put them. Oh, look, I think they'll be happy. They kicked over seventy points um, as a first up. They've they've had, um, you know, like seventeen shots on goal or something like that. So I think they'll be happy that there was enough scoring attempts. It was still still looked a concern, but uh, I think overall they'll be, you know, for the in it. it it really, I can't underestimate enough how inexperienced that that side was, in in various ways, whether just playing their first game or playing in a new position. I think to have a strong Carlton club at their home ground, training ground, to lose by twenty one, I think that's actually a fair effort. And I'm not trying to just be Mister Positive for nothing. I, you know, I'm as competitive as anyone, and you probably hear that through the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm not crazy, like. That you know, that was a fair effort today. They had that fifteen twenty minutes where they just dropped their dropped the ball a bit, yep. uh, and they just were kicking it long and interacting. Our forward entries were a complete <laughs> mess, uh, and they and Carlton quickly kicked five or six goals straight. That was the difference in the game. That that twenty minute block. Outside of that, I thought we were really really competitive. Um, and you know, when you got a young group, they're not going to play the whole hundred and ten or hundred minutes. At, you know, at perfect footy, they can young and experienced sides are going to have moments where they're going to have the other team's going to have a run on, and we just couldn't stop it when when Carlton did in that third quarter. But I I think what I'm happy about most is um, I'm seeing a midfield group that's looking better and better. Like I I saw like I said, Parish I thought was really really strong over the ball. Um, I thought Caldwell was really really. Uh, really good. I thought Merritt was back to his best. 
Um, and, and, you know, I've seen McGrath train, he, you know. Uh, it's a really unfortunate he had that concussion, but he, I, it, the club did say he'll play the Geelong match, which is really good. Okay, great. Um, but he's been training really, really well. Um, so you add him to that midfield group. There's some really good depth with Langford, um, uh, so, and, and you've got Scheel. Uh, so I'm, I'm really liking the midfield group now, um, and I think that'll be a positive. The only thing they've got to do, uh, which none of those guys I mentioned, uh, is kick some goals. Uh, because if, with our forward line, they've got to work out how they can... And that's where I think the mids will come in. Yeah, yeah. The mids the mids that run down through there, the the, the guys that get the quick breaks and the, the, the precision passing, I think we're going we're gonna to need to rely until the, the, um, some of our the heirs of the world and the Jones and those guys become older, older, bigger, yeah. uh, better. That we, We've got to manufacture some through the midfield, and it's totally doable. Yeah. And that look, that's the reality. Look, if I'm being very honest, um, I think I think it's sinking in with most fans. We have a bit of a two, three year project. That's just being of honest. Of course we do. Yeah. Unfortunately, you might not want to hear it because you've waited fifteen years. But bad luck. Um, <laughs> we do. We do, and, and it's we've had to start again. Uh, we've got some really, really good tools. I, I promise you. I know we didn't play today. Reed is a very, very talented footballer yeah. that you're very much going to enjoy when you watch him. Uh, and so, and Josh here, you know, he kicked two in the inter in inter club yeah. match last week. He's, he, a, he's a good footballer. Uh, so. In two years' time, these tall guys, really, really talented guys, uh, are going not going to be pushovers anymore. And nope. and you considering where the midfield is probably at the strongest, I think this year it's been for a long, long, long time. I agree. Uh, and I think we've got an interesting backline coming through with with, with Zach Reed and uh, even with Stewart. Uh, Stewart um, BZT Hines joining the group again. I think Heppel's going to be really good. Yep. I, I'm, I'm pretty positive overall where the direction's going. Uh, as long as they're improving how they move the ball and, and lowering their eyes, I mean, there's no doubt. Which I saw evidence of. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a half a game where they lowered their eyes yeah. and, and they made good decisions. And, and then and then other half where they went into old habits. The, just the turning, kicking across the shoulder, across the body, bombing it into the forward line, just being eaten alive with the, by yeah, I mean, punches and stuff. You had the two plays in the first quarter where Waller was the full forty, and, and probably every Essendon <laughs> fans going, oh, "Oh no!" But they did stop that straight away. I mean, I'm glad they they they, they quickly the next probably half an hour they they had nothing but forward entries on the leads. It might not have worked out, but they that was their intent. They yeah. tried to make things happen. Lower their and eyes. you don't mind that, like yeah. you, they're gonna they are going to slip back into bad habits. It's what habits are. Um, but so long as it's corrected, if the runner goes out there or Heps is down there going, nah, 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 we're not doing that shit, remember? Um, we can um, – I reckon that's the first time in my entire life that I've dropped a bomb on the podcast. <laughs> Apologies for that. I actually slipped uh, – that slipped out. Um, that someone down there sort of mentioned it because um, we can uh, we can make adjustments on the fly like that. Yep. Um, and so that Wallace not uh, Wallace not, not down there with with two blokes on him and people bombing it onto his head. That poor bugger. No, well, yeah, exactly. But look, I'm um you know I'm not you know it wasn't like the greatest game. I mean, Carlton actually made quite a few mistakes themselves. Mm. Um, and Carlton, look, make no mistake, and oh, they're much as it improved side. Pains yeah. me to say this, 
but they're they are a much improved side. The Zach Williams bloke and Sardi, that's massive for them. Um, yeah. and Sam Walsh is a gun, and Cripps and and Harry McKay's no joke, and they got um Jack, Zach Martin and stuff in there. That Zach Martin, Jack Paddy, Martin, Paddy Dow, yeah, Paddy Dow, and those boys, and they can play. They're so look, they're, yeah, they're, they're an improving they're, side. They're very much an improving side, and they're going to be around the seventh to ninth kind of yeah, mark, which again uh, annoys me to hear. And, and they played a much stronger side than ours, and people got to realize that. Like yeah. it's just like we we didn't play as bad as you think. We all hate losing to Carlton, but factor everything into today. Again, uh, and you have to. Like you, yeah. you can say it quickly, like it was nine blokes playing their first game or whatever you said, and there were six blokes that have never played together, and all these all these stats that. It, it sounds like you're making excuses, but we're not. Seriously, you have to take that into account. Oh, co- cohesion and continuity of a group playing together is it's for the first, it's, is everything. It's everything, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, a game like that where we only lost by 20-odd points, you have to look at it and go, sure, we lost. But it was a what's that? What's that term? It's an honourable loss. <laughs> well, I hate that term, but well, it's just it's just development for us. We're a young side. It's yeah. It's just um, overall um, very happy. I'm happy. Um, I'm happy that there's football back. Yeah, the boys exactly. running around in a red and black jumper. It was brilliant. Um, and it just again, they've sucked me in. The bombers, they've sucked me in. I I can't wait for the season to start. Even if we are playing a heap of kids, and there's a, there's going to be times where they're just not going to be up to it physically, and we're going to have some troubles. Um, I'm back in. I'm fired up for for season twenty one. No, I'm the same. Uh, and look, uh, for for people who don't know the VFLW side. Uh, the reserve side that uh, the Essendon side is playing at the Hangar on Sunday, their first uh, their first game of the season. Yep. So uh, and you can watch in the ground. Oh, nice! Uh, so oh, you, you can go in past the, the mesh now. Yeah. So you can watch the game. There is uh, COVID restrictions, and you're not allowed to actually enter the building. But yeah. on the on the f- kind of the outer wing part, you can just watch on the hill. Nice. Um, so I'll see if I've got time. I'll see if I can go down and, and watch the girls. So yeah, um, all the best to the ladies. So that's uh, the yeah. I think it's a day game at the hangar um, this Sunday. So get down if you can and, and cheer them on. Yep. Uh, look, it was. I kind of almost wanted to mention too. It was so good to see Hills walking on the sideline. I, uh, I don't think. I, and I don't know this myself, but I don't think we'll ever understand quite how serious and scary yeah, his, it was, his last I think, three weeks has been. I think when they say he got an infection. And still is. Yeah, he, he got an infection. I think that's. I think they're being kind when they say that. I think it was pretty serious, um, just quietly. So um, everybody yeah, needs to take a deep breath and manage expectations on when Hills oh, will be yeah, back. Oh, yeah. It's not about footy. It's about... No, no, no. His family and health is, comes first. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it, it's a... It's yeah, it was pretty. It was. I mean, it's like I, I don't know how serious it was. Honestly, but to, I see, don't know to see him like you know, I I did a probably the very first podcast I did. And I think it might have been a Patreon podcast. I talked about how buff Hurley was. Yeah, strong in the shoulders and muscle, all that. It was the it was the biggest I've ever seen him. Yep. And then I see a photo of him today, and that's ten kilos at least lighter. Yeah. Uh, and you and that you just see. Just the effects. The effects. Yeah. Um, so, uh, good. Good to see him walking around. Good to see him embraced by the club and the boys um, and the trainers and the like. But yeah, it's. We, we, I don't know that we'll be seeing him for a good period of time. No, but if you, for ever, whatever reason you're listening, Hells, um, we just wish you all the best, mate, and we're we're cheering you on and cheering for good health. Absolutely, mate. So look, uh, that's about it. We want to do a, a fairly comprehensive uh, review. Hopefully, we've gone through every player. Yep. Uh, you know, I think. I think it's uh, – we'll go on to next week. We'll see where we progress from there. It'll be interesting to see who they name. 
I think I think a lot of Essendon fans will be interested midweek to see if there's any news on a possible signing of a new player on the list. Yeah, um, could be uh, old mate's brother. Yeah, exactly. So uh, could be Mister Mister Dunkley's brother potentially. Oh no 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 sorry um Waterman oh. sorry oh Waterman sorry mate you mean Waterman <laughs> yep he's I reckon have twenty bucks each way on that decision because uh, yeah four, four goals in <laughs> in a practice match is not too bad from the boy. And look, it, it was interesting. I don't know if anyone heard this news, but uh, there was an article came out today that we tried to poach a Western Bulldogs player. What, <laughs> uh, another one? As a, as a rookie, as in to be on our list. Um, so a guy named Anthony Scott, who is actually really highly rated um, and is probably going to play round one for the Bulldogs. Okay. But uh, Why would he come over and be a rookie? So... What had happened, um, I'll, I'll read you a little bit of the article. Jaron Siracusa, um Has contacts. Yeah, he, he did a little bit of a behind-the-scenes behind uh, dodginess. Bit of a, hey, hey Gazza, hey, mate, mate. Uh, yeah, he got him. He, he got this uh, Scott guy to meet with Truck uh, and Carousella uh, and Josh uh, Marnie and uh, I think Dodoro. They had a, you know, they tried to see if they could get him onto the rookie list and sneak a little bit of a, a swap of players. Nice. Uh, it was a bit of a bit of a operation, Anthony Scott. Uh, yep. But unfortunately, Scott has decided to stay loyal and and uh, look, that, that's fine. But do you know what? I was reading that article today because you remember I said, you know, why wouldn't Water be Waterman be named in this game? Yeah, um, because it was a late inclusion. And I'm trying to put two and two together here, thinking like, were they going to sign this guy and say if he says yes, he was going to play? He was going to play, and now he said no. <laughs> so Waterman can play. Who's the, who's the late? Who's the late inclusion today? Alec Waterman. Nice. I'm just trying to put two and two together, but it doesn't seem like out of the realms of possibility. No, man, I can see that, that happening. I can see that. Would you put anything past the the absolute fire engine that is Adrian Dodoro? Yeah. He, he gives he gives zero, and if he can sneak you out of it anywhere, <laughs> he'll do it. So uh, yeah, a very interesting operation. That happened. Uh, nice. Week, week. I so. like that we're playing. Again, we're still thinking about things in the background. Still thinking about how to make the club better with uh, with better acquisitions. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Our first practice match review, Scotty. Felt good. Felt good. Oh, mate, it and felt good. By the way, we've done our three main shows. We've done three. Yeah, we've done three main shows this year, and there are three highest downloaded shows in Ever. history. Ever. And like we knew the truck one was going to be pretty popular because it's truck. Um, but a massive thank you to all of our <laughs> listeners because yeah, we, um, like we've, we, as a podcast, we've been getting more and more listens every year and that's, and that's just uh, incredible. But the start to this year <laughs> has been exploded. insane. So a massive thank you to everybody, which leads me into the next thing is that you can also, um, for all the new members, we, we, we're approving new members like mad on Facebook at the moment, which is great. Um, come over and join us on the, the lunchtime catch up podcast on Facebook. Um, but also, we have a Patreon. Um, Scotty and I run uh, um, patreon.com forward slash um, the lunchtime catch up. Um, come on over there. It's as little as two bucks a, a month. You can pay for a $5 membership or a $12 membership. Um, it has some uh, different uh, benefits to those two memberships. But as little as two bucks a month, um, you can come over and Scotty and I do uh, extra content, extra shows during the week, um, reaction shows after the, the, the games. Um, yeah, I do. Every an, year. Yeah, we do a number of training. Reviews, yeah, some training and that's reviews, and the like you don't get on the main show. So yeah, so we try and do just different things. Absolutely, come and check us out on Patreon. Also, to um, where can they find you, Scotty? 
Uh, well, the, everyone knows me as Scooter on on Twitter. Um, you can catch us on Instagram. What is Instagram? Yeah, Instagram. Um, the lunchtime catch up. Um, we couldn't get uh, lunchtime catch up podcast. Sorry for uh, Instagram. We couldn't get uh, the lunchtime catch up podcast for Twitter. So it's just the lunch catch up. Yep. Um, so uh, check us out there as well. But um, the majority of you can get us on the Facebook page. Um, send us a message. Say hi. Um, we love replying to uh, to everybody. So a massive thank you to all the listeners. We we couldn't ask for a better start to the season, and we're looking to kick it off. Yeah. Um, again next week uh, via the uh, the Dirty Cats. Well, yep, Geelong next week. Let's see how we go. We'll no doubt we'll do a review show after that. Until then, go Bombers and talk soon. Go Bombers.